And what is up, everyone? I'm Joe DeHoyos. I am the host of Beyond the Woodline. And I got the Brady Bunch thing happening today. So I've got Amy and Jeff, Denise, Steph, and Angel. They're part of uh, a couple different groups here. Um, Truth Seekers, Paranormal Investigations, Ghost Hunter Society of Fort Wayne. How are you guys doing today? Good, good. Thank good. you. Pretty good. And uh, yeah, me and Amy had a chance to talk a little bit. I guess all you guys are in the same area, pretty close to each other. Yeah. yeah. Relative. All that me. Yeah. Okay. But we're okay. still in the same state. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, you know, real quick, if you guys don't mind, Amy, if you want to go first, what, what got you into the paranormal field? Um, well, I've always experienced it since I was younger. Um, thought I was crazy. My mom told me I was crazy, but um, I've always really enjoyed it and um, always wanted to do it. And then I met somebody that um, was actively doing it and he kind of showed me the ropes and that was like two and a half years ago. So I, ever since then, I've been doing it, and I absolutely love it. So I'm a newbie. Yeah. So did you have any experience prior to getting into the field? Yeah. Yeah, at home, I think my first experience, I was probably about eight or nine is when okay. I started experiencing them in, in the house that I lived in. The house that I lived in was built in the 1880s. Okay. And um, it used to be one of the parlor houses and oh. where they hold wakes and stuff like that. And so and my bedroom was right above that. So I would experience stuff. Um, some of it, I it, probably residual. Some of it is just from energy from the past. But I was I did see things and could hear things and that nobody else could see or hear. So, okay. yeah. Jeff, do you feel comfortable talking? <laughs> yeah, no problem. Uh, let me see. What well, got me started in it, I'd always felt different energies and didn't really understand what was going on. And then I started working at a haunted house, of all places, out of the International Circus Hall of Fame. And I would hear voices, hear footsteps, and things like that. And I was told the place was haunted. So things just went from there and we got a couple groups in to investigate the place, and I started answering people at the front door that wasn't there. So, just kind of grew from there and got interested in it. And eventually, ended up starting my own group. Okay, cool, man. And what about you? Blue Denise? signal. There we are. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you did, but I think we heard you pretty good. Okay. Yeah. What about you, Denise? What got you started into this field? Uh, just my whole life, I knew things that didn't know how I knew and could hear things. I see things, uh, felt energies, like Jeff said. And then I had my children. And as they got older, they grew up in a haunted house. And... No, it just kind of fell into it. Steph, Angel, what about you guys? Pretty much what she said. We grew up with it, so we always had it around us. And we just started dabbling in and started investigating. So. so what was it like for you two growing up in a haunted house? After a while, we got used to it. Yeah. Do you remember any of your early experiences? My first experience was over at my best friend's house, okay. and I didn't have my glasses on, and I full, saw the full apparition of my best friend's grandmother, and she's like, well, what does she look like? And I showed her, and she showed me a picture of exactly what she was wearing, and from then on, I was, that's where it all started, pretty much. And I don't know which one's Steph and which one's Angel, but this is Stephanie. <laughs> okay, so Stephanie, what about you? What was like your first experience? That uh... um, mine was actually in the house that we lived in, and 
I was there by myself and the TV kept turning on and off and the radio would go full blast and then it would just turn off and my front and back door would be open. Whenever I'd come downstairs, the doors would be open and I'd close them and everything. And then I would hear them open back up again and I'd go down there and they'd be standing wide open. What about you, Amy? What was like your first like validation that there was something else? Um, the first experience that I remember is laying in bed and I could hear something and I woke up and I saw like these three ladies and they were dark. I couldn't really see their faces. There were shadows or whatever. And it looked like they're just sounded like they were chanting and I don't know what they were saying. I just remember them doing that. And they've done that a couple of times when I lived in that house. And then I could hear, I could just could hear different things, you know, footsteps, door shutting, um, just different things like that, that I couldn't explain. And I tried to, I remember trying to tell my mom and, and sometimes she'll say, oh, that is just me. I was doing the dishes or we were just up or just different things. And I'm like, but at two o'clock in the morning, you know, um, when nobody else was supposed to be there or if I'm home alone, I mean, I would hear stuff and see stuff and out of the corner of my eye and it would just be, yeah, unusual. And I just, and there was times where it would be like, I would feel weird, like I was being watched. Um, like somebody was watching me or like I said, I would catch something out of the corner of my eye and, you know, I would see something like, what the heck was that? You know? Yeah. yeah I, I totally get that. What about you, Denise? Can you remember your first experience? My first experience was more, uh, uh, feelings and, and I could tell when the, the telephone was going to ring and who it was going yeah. to be. And, of course, I was always considered slightly crazy. <laughs> they, they even took me to a psychologist or a psychiatrist to see, you know, if there was anything strange going on in my brain. Uh, I could hear voices. Uh, probably my earliest was maybe five, six years old when I told them that there was some money in the backyard and they told me that I was crazy because they had the house actually built and it was no, uh, it was like a brand new neighborhood. It was just cropping up and they had all been bare fields before that. And I finally just gave up and I went out and started digging in the spot that I was seeing this money and I came up with a little cash box that I don't remember how much money was in there, but there was actually money in there and gave it to my mom. And she just looked at me like I was loony, like I wasn't from this earth. And yeah, it was just, just strange, I guess. And I was adopted, so they all they really thought that I was from a different <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I, I look for a hairy guy out in the forest, so you're not crazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, now I know I, I, I found my I just kind of all fell into place because she's all into this too. My my real mom and oh yeah. Okay. Hmm. And what about you, Jeff? What was like your first experience? Did I ask you already? I don't think I did, but what was your first experience? No, you haven't. Um, I guess my birth, I wasn't uh, aware of the situation, but I was born, this is going to tell my age, in December of 1970. I guess my grandfather passed away around January of 69. Well, he uh, supposedly visited me one night standing over my crib and told my mom, don't worry, sis, I'm just looking at my grandbaby or my grandson. So I've heard those stories, you know, my whole life. And then it just other things started happening and energies and started different experiences. So it just become natural to realize and to believe that 
there is something more than what we can physically see. Mm -hmm. Right, right. And, yeah. You know, I, I've told a story before, but I'm, I'm going to tell you guys, get your guys' impression on the story. Um, so back in April, my mother, she turned 72. Um, my dad had actually, like that following week, he had passed away. He had been passed for 10 years, as a matter of fact. And so we had a, a party for my mom. And we had, uh, it was uh, like all of us, or her three kids and four grandkids and then her three great grandkids. And my uncle, which is my dad's twin brother, and his wife was there. Um, and uh, so we were all there. We had like a mariachi band play for her also. So that uh, Monday, my brother was going to go to uh, the cemetery to go see my dad. Uh, him and my, my uncle, my dad's twin brother, and my sister, they were all going to go. But it rained that day, so they weren't able to go. Uh, my brother called me and goes, hey, I got to tell you something, that Madison, which is my niece, she's just turned 15, he said, Maddie told me that at the party, you know, she came up to my brother at the party, she came up to him and said, like, hey, I heard Grandpa's voice. And he told me that he was happy that uh, Grandma was having a party and that she deserved it and that he was happy that we were the ones throwing her the party. And I said, well, that's pretty cool, you know, whatever. Um, Tuesday, my uncle called my brother and said, hey, I got to tell you something about what happened at the party. Your aunt heard your dad's voice, and he told your aunt that he was glad she had a party, that she deserved it, and that when her time comes, he would be waiting for her. And neither one of them, my aunt or my niece, knew that the other one had heard the voice, you know. I thought that was pretty interesting. I thought, what do you guys think about that? And Amy, you, you can go first. Um, yeah, that's pretty interesting. Um, yeah, to me, that sounds like it's obvious that uh, they, um, that's something visiting, you know, like they're visiting each other. Definitely. You know, definitely, yeah, um, getting visited and, speaking whether yeah hey guys i'm going to shut my camera off but i will be here on i'll be able to hear you and everything so i'm gonna shut okay. my camera off for a second okay no problem okay what do you think about that story denise definitely somebody uh letting you know that they're there and wanting to know you know what they have to say right I, yeah. It's very interesting. Yeah. yeah. And it was both pretty much I mean, the same message other than that it would be there. Yeah. I've heard, yeah, I've heard a lot of where children and grandkids and stuff where they're visited by a grandparent or a parent and something like that. And right. So it's definitely very, very true and believable. It's yeah. not something I, new. I, yeah, I believe I have. Hey, Jamie, um, visited, been visited by my uh, grandpa. Um, my grandpa passed away um, several years before my grandmother. So I was very, very close to my grandparents. Matter of fact, you know, growing up across the street from them, being farmers and stuff, is very close to them. And um, when my grandma died, it was kind of, you know, we knew it was coming, but still it was devastating for the family. It took us, you know, a couple of years to, you know, um, get over it a little bit. But, you know, she was 96, you know. But I remember speaking to my grandpa one night and just said, you know, I it was, you know, before her funeral even. It might have been right around that time you'd planning it. And I said, Grandpa, you know, do you have Grandma with you? Is she safe with you? You know, is she finally happy, you know, to be back with you? And in the dream, he had a hold of her. He was carrying her. And he goes, don't worry, I have her. They were both right there and they were both happy. And so that was my validation that, you know, she, you know, made it to wherever they're at and she's happy. And so they're together. Yeah. What do you think about that, Steph and Angel? What are your opinions on that? I mean, I definitely believe in it. Um, I mean, I've had my own experiences when it comes to stuff like that, too. So, 
I've had plenty of times where family members would come to me in my sleep or um, there was one instance where my uh, boyfriend's grandma had actually passed away the night before and we had weird dreams about her passing away. Then I woke up the next day and got the phone call that she had passed away. Yeah. There we go. Yep, I'm back again for a minute. (laughs) So do you guys do investigations also? Do you do residential? Do you go out to certain places or yes, I do. With TSPI we do. Okay. Do you have any place in particular that you guys have been to all together? Not with that, no. Um, Me and yes. Amy. We were at oh, Bell's. Wait, yes, yes. Yeah. Bell's Mansion here in Fort Wayne. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We've all been to one together. Hopefully, we'll get to do more together. I think so. I'm still asleep for this weekend, yeah. so. <laughs> So, so where was this place at that you guys went together? Um, it was Bell's Mansion. I should say it is it's Bell's Mansion, which is in Fort Wayne. It used to be an old funeral home. Um, before that, it was an old home ran by um, um, Clara and, uh, okay, now I forget his name. Um, Robert? Robert, yeah, Robert Bell. Yeah, um, yeah. Yes, and um, they owned the house. And she actually was pretty much the founder of the Fort Wayne Arts. Um, but yeah, so it's it's that's a fun place to investigate. And um, there's always something going on there. I, I every time I've been there, there's always been activity in different places of the house. Um, well, funeral part, you know, funeral parlor. It was a, a funeral home for um, I don't know how long. Like 90, 90 years or something like that. Yeah. So, yeah. Have, have you guys ever been scared? Steph and Angel, you guys can go first. Uh, yeah. yeah. I've been like startled. <laughs> I haven't been like yeah. scared. You want to talk about that? Uh, with place. <laughs> <laughs> Like what startled you, or what, or, or what was it that scared you? The one that we were both at was Randolph's, um, and we were trying to fix our camera, and we were coming down the hallway, and something came running up behind us, and we both turned around, stared at each other, and they're like, "What? What was that?" And, no, it was more like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, was yeah, that? what the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> And then we just walked down the hall casually backwards, just staring down this hallway. Like, we didn't know what it was. We get inside the doors, and they're just, I don't know, blew our minds to tell anybody else. Like, it's like we almost forgot about it. It's like a portal. And then we went back up there with my mom, and the same thing happened to her. And they were like, are you kidding me? I was like, we did forget to tell you this. She's like, it happened to us, too. And she's like, well, why did you say nothing? We forgot. Like, I, I don't know. So was that scary for you, Denise, or was it just startling? It was uh, more of a startle. And I wasn't expecting it, obviously, but because uh, it wasn't our first time being there. And I was last in line. Everybody else was in front of me walking. But the thing was that I couldn't... Uh, compute what I was hearing because I would hear a thump, click, click, thump, click, click, and it got closer and closer and closer to me. And the closer it got, the hair stood up on on my neck, you know, and I was looking at everybody's feet trying to figure out if it was them. Because at Randolph, when you walk on that floor, you're also hearing this crunch, 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 crunch. It's really loud. And I just couldn't wrap around what I was hearing. And then it just dawned on me. Something's in behind me. And it wasn't really all that scary. For a second or two, I'm going to admit it was scary. I thought I was going to die. (laughs) 
But when I turned around and there was nothing there, okay, I, I knew it wasn't human. But the, the, the thump click click was obviously uh, a man that they called peg leg there. He had one foot, one peg leg, and he carried a cane. So the click click was the peg leg and the cane, then the foot. Because we didn't figure this one out until later, you know, after we calmed down and realized we're not going to die. <laughs> what about you, Amy? Have, have um, you ever been in a scary situation? Well, I mean, when I first started to actually do it, I, it wasn't like I was completely scared, but I was nervous. Um, and the guy I with, was with, of course, wasn't helping out a whole lot because he was constantly like pulling pranks and jokes and, you know, so, but um, I think probably one of the, like, ones that bothered me the, the most is kind of when I knew that I definitely was feeling, hearing, seeing something was when I was at, um, well, every single one of them, I, could, I, I couldn't figure out what was going on and why I was like hearing things, seeing flashes of pictures of things and just things just really going on. And why was I feeling this or feeling that? And then it was when we were at um, uh, West Virginia State Penitentiary um, down in the sugar shack is when I realized that I, there, I, I there's no way I could have been crazy because it was complete dark and I could feel being poked at from all different angles. If anybody knows, you know, the history of that place, but, and I would hear laughter and he thought, I, you know, the guy I was with thought I was crazy because I'm like, no, don't you hear it? Can't you hear it? And I couldn't understand why he could not hear it. And and I remember hearing something on the spirit box later on, something came across that said, listen to her. And so that kind of freaked me out a little bit. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I'm done. I got to get out of here, you know. Um, and then, you know, um, the there's a place called the Davies House. There's something that happened there that kind of like startled me a little bit. And then the most recently was at Randolph. Um, there was, uh, we were, me and another girl was down um, in the basement area. And it, it, this last time we were there, it, it was definitely odd. It had a darker energy and we were down there. I, I felt like we were interrupting breakfast and one of the doors was closed that I do not remember having it closed. Usually they're somewhat cracked open, um, but this was was closed. So I had opened it up, and then since I opened up, this really this rush of dark energy. It, it just all of a sudden I could feel the hairs in the back of my head, and it just did not feel good. So I did not go all the way into the kitchen because somebody was telling. I just felt like it was like they were telling me to stop, and then I was seeing like these flashes of these like two dark figures, almost like in like the men in black type, <laughs> but with black eyes. And they just all of a sudden turned around and they were like, get out. Like we weren't supposed to be there. And they started coming after us. And you could actually hear, I, you know, we could hear them, you know, walking behind us. And, uh, and as soon as I got them almost all the way down the end of the hallway, it stopped almost like okay they're leaving now i'm gonna go back um but yeah that kind of was a little startling and then i was like okay and i was telling my the one girl which was already <laughs> i'm like leanne they stopped i'm like do you want to go on the other side and she goes no because <laughs> I wanted to go on the other side to see what was going on. It's like, no, that's okay. <laughs> so, yeah. That was yeah. Crazy that's kind of startling. I've never seen anything like that. So I'm not quite sure that was human. I, you know, I don't know. But I've never seen, never had a spirit with that, or that sent me pictures of like two men with dark eyes. Both of them had dark eyes. And so, it was just kind of startling a little bit, but that was kind of, yeah, didn't like that very well. Yeah, I lived in a house that was, it was, it was haunted. And um, 
I woke up like, I don't know, two or three o'clock in the morning and there was like a space between my bed and the wall on my side. And I woke up and there was a, a dark figure standing right there, you know, and it was a lady. I could tell it was a, it was a woman. You could tell she had like, like a dress and, and she moved towards me. When she moved towards me, I threw a kick, <laughs> you know, yeah. and then it disappeared. But I don't think that she was trying to scare me. It was me that got scared, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, you know, without going into the whole story, what happened with us at Randolph, it just was a different feel and than what we would normally experience. And I have not come across a lot of really dark entities or anything, you know, evil, demon. I mean, I've been in some areas where I'm like, oh, I don't feel comfortable here, but I've never really felt scared. Um, this one made me a little bit more nervous. It, it just was, there's just a different atmosphere than what we're used to feeling there. Um, Definitely off that weekend. Yeah, it it was definitely, yeah, so definitely more uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't necessarily think that anything dark is necessarily evil or anything light is necessarily right. good. You know, I think it's there. It's a, there's an energy there. Um, I agree. I agree. Yeah. What about you, Jeff? Have you ever been scared or startled? <laughs> a couple times, but the first time that I've ever experienced and I've been investigating for a while, but I had a situation at an old jail that we had an EVP hit or I'm sorry, K2 hit at the exact same time that I felt like something was rushing up into my personal space, like rushing right at me. And it actually brushed the left side of me. So we had the feel of something invading personal space with a K2 hit in an actual brush as it passed by. So that was kind of startling. That was, you know, my first experience of really not feeling comfortable about the situation, not knowing what it was, what you was walking into. Uh, then I had, I wouldn't say it was startling, but it was really interesting. It took me a second, but I had a complete pass through out of location. Oh, yeah. The only way you can expect, explain it. Um, I felt uh, the energy yeah. coming, down, coming down the hallway and I knew something was coming and then it just, you felt the real cold, cold breeze and instant energy and it, the whole, the whole thing. And then after it passed, it took energy with it. And it was a really cool experience to have that happen. It wasn't an attachment or anything like that. I was just in. It's, was just, that's, yeah. yeah, that is startling. <laughs> yes. <laughs> after that, I kind of just, get used to things and but if i ever come face to face with something that i actually see with my own eyes i'll probably be the first one in the fetal position at first <laughs> it'll just yeah. scare you and then then you'll get over it but most things you can feel the energies if they're going to be positive negative and i think you said it too just because the negative doesn't make it demonic for so many right, different right. reasons yeah i didn't feel like it, I, I mean i don't know i it just it didn't to me it didn't feel like they were demonic but right. it just felt like no, he, it was I just, just didn't want to be there angry. i just they yeah very angry and you know yes. when they looked at you know when they when they were showing me them looking at me, all I could see it almost looked like they were like in uniform. I, I don't know what they were in, but they were just all I remember seeing is those black eyes. I mean, I don't I don't know if right. I I would I, be concerned a little bit with the black eyes because that is a sign of soullessness. Yeah, can be so. When you come in contact with something that could be demonic, you will never forget that feeling. Yeah, it, it will stick with you, and you will under, you will feel the rage, the anger. That, that's how it affects me. It, it just really anger, rage, like that. You can just feel the darkness. My opinion in dark eyes was, uh, if they are already evil and soulless in life. They will pass on that way. Yes. Yes. They never, that's where the black eyes come from. Now, some people believe that it's demonic, and it could be. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not, you know, I'm not on the other side, so I don't know. But that's just my opinion. That it, it, and that is a very good way to look at it because you don't know. 
Right. Right. And it, right. It could be, like you said, they were just very angry and dark in the beginning. Uh, I mean, in life itself, and that passed on. Right. It could, you know, that's where it starts getting real tricky as to was it actually demonic or is it just a very dark, tormented soul? Exactly. You know, uh, Jeff talked about uh, having a pass through. Um, and I've always heard, and uh, the gentleman in the chat room, he actually asked this question last night, um, Brian, this, this gentleman right here. He asked a question last night if uh, possessions, like like possession, you know, a spirit, mm -hmm. can a good spirit possess somebody just like a demonic spirit can? Do you guys have an I'm going to say. That? Why not? If there's something they're trying to warn you, trying to do something good or move on, I think you can have a positive attachment. Some people may call them a guardian angel. Some people may call them a watcher, a protector, but it's an attachment. And I guess you can call it a possession of such, but it is not demonic in any way. It's just the opposite. Right. And that's exactly what I believe, too. Yeah. Okay. Have you guys ever brought anything home with you? Yeah, me. Oh. That would be me. <laughs> <laughs> Almost every location we've ever gone to, that would be me. Okay. What happened there? Obviously, but. <laughs> so what happened with that? What happened, Stephanie? Um, which time? Let's, let's just um, Madison. How about the first one? Yeah. Um, that would be Madison. From Randolph, um, we were actually doing a session in one of the rooms, and we started asking about the woman's children. We started getting names. Well, we ended up getting the name of Madison uh, quite a few times, and uh, we just chalked it up that she was, you know, one of her kids. Um, but then later on, the next day, I did a walkthrough by myself um recording and listening to the recording afterwards you hear a woman um say madison twice like she as, I'm, as i'm walking out of one of the rooms like she's almost like calling her like get away from her type you know and shortly after that there was weird stuff starting to happen around the house weirder than usual and our cameras were being messed with because I have cameras all throughout my house. And they would switch to night vision and then they would go back to day vision and just back and forth like numerous times. And as and, you watch the camera, you could see a shadow going in mm -hmm. front of the camera. And once it went in front of the camera, it would switch to night mode. The shadow would move, it would go back to regular mode. So we decided that we were going to do a, a little mini session in my house. And we were asking, you know, who it was, where they came from and everything. And for whatever reason, I asked if it was Madison. And my REM pod just started going crazy. So that's when we automatically knew that it was Madison. But we weren't getting a whole lot of information from her, like talking wise. Um, she would use the REM pod a lot. And at one point, she actually came through when we did a spirit box session, and she said that she wanted to go home. And we we just chalked it up to, you know, she wanted to go home, and we're like, well, where is home? And she said Randall. Oh, wow. So we weren't going back to Randolph till that July. So she stayed with us for like six, seven months. Road. All the equipment started going off. She did not like that answer. She wanted to go back home then. She actually warned us about fire. She kept saying fire, fire, house, fire. She, she warned us about the fire that and happened in my house. Yeah, we had a house fire. And we didn't put two and two together because there was obviously no fire. And then when it happened, I was like, you know, she said something about it, right? And we had another session and asked her if she was trying to warn us. And she said yes. Hmm. Yeah, then she brought a little boy home. 
Yeah, that's Stephanie. pretty interesting. Yeah. yeah. Stephanie brought a little boy home in another location that we were at. From a cemetery. <laughs> oh, wow. Home. <laughs> Because he said the little boy did not belong there. <laughs> and an elderly man came with yeah. the little boy. Yeah, it was the doctor. Yeah. Oh, oh damn. Yeah. So most, most people bring home little puppies. You bring home spirits. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I bring home cats. She brings well, home spirits. The only reason why I know it's me, because whenever we ask them, you know, who did you follow? They say my name. They don't say her. They say my name. Okay. Yeah, I've, since, since then, I've taught her how to block, to cleanse before she gets into the vehicle to go home. We make her, we force her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think Madison, Madison showed up here once um, because I couldn't figure out what was going on even here. And so I got it out. And same thing came across was home. And I'm like, well, where's home? And then asylum came across. And then I'm like, well, who is this? That angel's name came across. And I'm like, are you looking for angel? And then I heard Madison. And then I heard Madison again. I go, Madison, what are you doing here? Go back and see angel. She, she loves to play with me. She'll say, angel, want to play? And then I'll get down on the floor with a little ball that lights up, and then she'll hit the ball and light it up. Right. Yeah. Wow. Cool. Yeah. yeah, I had my dad follow me around uh, from 2017 to 2019. He, he was with me in San Antonio. And I knew it was him. Uh, um, there was, there was an incident where a light switch came on, and uh, I mean, I, I heard it flick on, the light came on. Um, so when I came back home to Houston and at the end of 2019, and I was in my mom's kitchen, and she was sitting at the bar, and we were talking, and I told her, I said, yeah, I said, you know, my I said, dad was with me in San Antonio. I said, and, uh, he, he picked the light switch on uh, in the hallway one night, and as we're talking, the light switch flicks on in the kitchen. It was pretty cool. I was I was glad she was there to witness it. <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah, I have so, actually two that live here in my house. Um, oh really? Yeah, one has always been here because um, I remember when we first moved in. You know, my kids have kind of been in and out. They both have heard her laugh um, by my utility room. Um, I've actually kind of like envisioned her, kind of see her a couple of times. Um, and I've had a couple of people that's actually have seen her in my house as well. Um, she's, I think she's attached to the area, to the, you know, the land. Um, I'm not sure what was here before, um, this property, this addition. Um, but she was probably late 1800s, early 1900s dressed. Um, you know, I've heard the same thing. She's got blonde hair. She's very playful. And she's also very um, much of an empath um, because I could feel her when she knows that it's almost like she helps me keep me grounded. I, I don't know how else to explain it um, because when I'm feeling um, things, I can actually almost feel feel her saying, hey, it's okay, remember, stay grounded. Um, it's almost like her telling me that. And then I have another guy, I, I have a feeling he probably came from somewhere, I'm not sure where, because he showed up after I started investigating. Um, but I call him my protector. Um, he's actually, I, I, I don't see him, I've only seen him once. And, but I can tell that he's there in the background in the shadows. And he's the only time he's really been active is when I've got a couple of ex-boyfriends now that they've, <laughs> that he's kind of attacked them. <laughs> it's been kind of creepy and out a little bit. Actually, we actually saw a picture come up from the mantle and kind of come down on him with my last one. So, and I saw him in the middle of the night. He likes, he knows how I like to have my bedding on my bed. And I actually woke up, I saw him, because I actually felt him straightening out the covers on my bed. And at first I thought it was my cat, because I was yelling at my cat, and I'm like, wait a minute, no, my cat's over here. And then I looked up and he was standing right there. 
and then I said, um, so I asked him, like, well, who are you? You know, I was trying to communicate with him. And I startled him. And he's like, looking at me like, oh, you're not supposed to see me. You should be seeing me. And he kind of took off. My cat kind of jumped up like, like, what the heck? What This guy was watching him go down the hallway. And I haven't seen him since. But uh, I, you know, I don't know who he is. But I just know. I just call my protector. He hasn't, like, I don't know his name. So, those are the only two that I know of that are yeah. here. Well, I like that. I like that he's there and he protects you. He watches yeah. out for you. And, yeah. You know, uh, fixes your bed. So that's good. Yeah. And like, well, Jamie came on. It says our guides do change from time to time. It could be one of my spiritual guides, you know, that just happened to show himself. Um, yeah. You know, we've got a lot of different spiritual guides, you know, that guides us um, for whatever. And it could be just one of my spiritual guides. So who knows? Yeah, yeah I, I believe that. I, I, I don't know if my dad is one of my guides or he's just someone to come along, kick me in the butt when I need it, you know. Uh, yeah, he, he, he'll come around, I think, whenever he knows that I need him, and, uh, which he always did in life anyway. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, as, as long as it's not a burden on him, I don't mind him around. I don't want him to think he needs to be here. You know? But uh, I think he likes to be around, and he's always been mischievous in life and he's mischievous on the, on the other side too so Jamie <laughs> well no don't um, bring that home Amy no well do you put that on your profile on, on, on your dating profile <laughs> 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 yeah. oh man <laughs> Yeah, well, there's another guy in the picture, so we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. It's gonna be bad. Maybe you need to give yeah. him some protection spells. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had to replace the frame. It actually was a picture of the Wicked Witch from the West from uh, Wizard of Oz. Uh, it's a really cool picture. I have her up on my mantle. It did. It lived because I have things in front of it and they didn't fall off. But one thing fell to the side, but it had to lift up over it. There was no way, or else it would have just. Uh, I like Jamie's comment. <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah, Jamie, I don't think I told you about that. So, yeah, it, I mean, I could kind of see it out of the corner of my eye. It kind of lifted up, straight up, landed this way on his arm, and then just fell on the ground, and the glass shattered in the frame. So, yeah, and none of the things in front of it had fallen off the mantle, nothing like that. And so, yeah, and the only time I have activity in my house is when he was here. <laughs> so, I think that kind of told me something. <laughs> well, <laughs> trying to tell you something. Nice for you. Yeah. So, I am here off and on, so just ignore me. It's all good. <laughs> in, in the house, I... yeah. There's times I'll do. I'll rub the spare box, or I'll you know put the REM pod on just to play with you know the equipment and stuff and just kind of play and nothing absolutely nothing and then the minute one of them come over <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. 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 I know, Jamie, I know. <laughs> I know I you I yeah I know I've been bad about that. You know, I in, that in the house that I used to live in uh I had my cousins come over and they were gonna do some remodeling uh to the restroom in the hallway. And he's telling us what to, what, what he's going to do. And he kept looking down at his arm as he's talking. And he kept looking at one of my cousins, you know, like he was doing something. So he moved to the corner of the kitchen. And he's talking again about what he's going to do the next day when he's coming in to start his job. And he looks down at his arm again. He's like, dude, because it looks like someone's grabbing my arm. And he walks across the kitchen. And he grabs my arm and he squeezes it, like, really, really hard. Because that's what it feels like someone's grabbing my arm. The next morning when he came in, he said, hey, come here. Look, I want to show you something. And on his forearm, he had four fingerprint bruises. Wow. Yeah. And I think it was because he got ready to, you know, remodel the, the, the restroom in the hallway. That's a big note for him. That'll do it. Yeah. And, and he told us, he goes, man, every morning when I would show up, he said, I would not go into the house until like some of the crew members showed up. <laughs> <laughs> 
that was it, it, that was a fun house. I you know I, I miss that house. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, she said disturbing them. Yeah, I don't think yeah. they like that very much. Um, hey, you can you guys? To... Yeah, can you guys hear my GPS? I'm sorry about. Uh, when it no. kicks in, do you hear it? No. 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 Okay. Perfect. So, what do you guys have coming up? Do you have any uh, investigations coming on, or uh, any events you're going to? Amy, you can start off. Um. Well, I don't, I think that is the next one, the school. Yeah. Yeah, but we can't say the name. But we can't yeah, say the name. I know. Of the school. Right. We're going go to go clean the school. It's not going to go clean the school. We can't say the name. Yeah. Is it a school that's closed down or is it currently open? Or? It's closed down. No, it's closed down. Yeah, I, uh, that's interesting. Schools. You hear a lot of hospitals and prisons and jails and right. yes. mortuaries. Mm -hmm. You don't hear too many. There's, there's definitely a lot of activity in that school. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Very interesting. Yeah, a lot. We saw what a lot of shadows, and then up was it? There, yeah, and then it was upstairs. Was the band room right? We actually heard. Yeah. We all heard the music with our own ears. We heard music playing. Yeah. And I think that was probably the craziest thing there. Was hearing that music would be in coordinates. Oh, and then my How long has that school been closed down? Do you guys know? I'm sorry, how long has that school Since been closed down? No, it was oh, I think it was like 2000. Okay. That it, I think it was around definitely. between 2004 and 2006. Okay. Something like that. Yeah. Early 2000s. So does someone keep up with that property or is it overgrown or? No, no. It, it was bought by somebody who, who is uh, okay. upkeeping it. Okay, so it's like a private ownership? Yeah. So what what are your uh, what does your bucket list consist of? You have like any place you, that you want to go to and check out? Oh, yeah. Anywhere, oh my gosh, <laughs> anywhere we can get fun. You know, of course, we can you know, Waverly Bel Air House. I would love to go do an outside one, like it go like to Gettysburg or something like that. Okay, yeah. Um, but my one of my favorite ones that I've been to, I went to Lake Shawnee Abandoned Amusement Park in West Virginia. Even yeah, though I we didn't get one. a lot of activity, but that was probably one of the funnest things I ever did. Um, that was awesome. So I would love to do another outside co camp, you know, camping, you know, right, and just right. having fun that way. And yeah. You know, speaking of, of, of going camping, so, you know, I do the whole Bigfoot thing. That's what got me started in all this. Uh, e even though. Um, I've had more experience with the paranormal. I've even seen the UFO a uh, long time ago, like man, 20, 25 years ago, I guess, maybe even 30. I was with my ex-father-in-law and it, it, it flew right over our head, right? But that's a whole other story. But, you know, I did a Bigfoot. That's my, that's in my wheelhouse. But I often wonder how much paranormal activity is out there that gets confused with Bigfoot. And I'm talking about like when people say they hear footsteps or they have stuff thrown at them or they even hear voices because Bigfoot is uh, known to have what's called, you know, chatter, Bigfoot chatter. The samurai chatter is what they actually call it. You can hear mumbling. Um, but I often wonder if what people are hearing is maybe actual paranormal activity or is, if that's what they're experiencing. What do you guys think about that? Um, I know Jeff can answer this one really well, and he's not even live. Um, there's these uh, this Indian reservation out in Peru um, called, um, I think it's called like Oki Panauki or something like that. Oki Panauki? Yeah. Yeah. And that's a pretty, that's, I've experienced that place a couple of times. And it's like, you can tell as soon as you enter, you almost have to stop and you have to pretty much ask permission to enter on their grounds. 
and and you can go to a certain area and then all of a sudden it's like yeah i'm being told not to go down that way let's go down this way and you can hear different things and yeah he yeah he can tell you everything he knows that place like the back of his hand um but yeah that's a pretty interesting place too so uh, brian's asking is bigfoot paranormal or one in the same i think bigfoot is actually a flesh and blood creature uh, but like I said, I think there is a paranormal aspect to the woods or to the outdoors. Uh, I think there's different entities out there that we don't know about. You know, um, I don't think Bigfoot jumps through portals or anything like that. You know, some people will tell you they do. You never know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, when someone tells me that, especially if they tell me they see it, I'm not going to tell them that's not what they saw. You know, because I wasn't there. And especially it's one of the things that haven't been discovered, though, that I think right. do exist. Right. And that's what I think, too. I think there's, there's, there's other entities out there that exist that we just don't know anything about yet. Right. And everything, if, if it's in the woods, it's got to be a Bigfoot, right? You know. So yeah. I, I think everything gets lumped in together. Uh, the same thing with the, in the UFO field. You talk to the UFO people, they'll tell you Bigfoot's an alien, you know. So it's either flesh and blood, it's paranormal, or it's an alien, you know. You know, so I'm in the Well, we know right it now. could be all three. Yeah. 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 You know, who knows what it could be? But it'll probably follow Steph home, I think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to argue with that one because it much, just might happen. She pretty yeah. much danced herself in sage <laughs> and dragon's blood. But then again, we believe in fairies too. So. Oh, yeah. I do too. Oh, yeah. I, I, I absolutely do. I absolutely yeah. believe they exist. I mean, and I know UFOs exist, so I, yeah. I experienced that as a child. Right. No, yeah. My yeah, I've actually seen a it's UFO like, twice. I never said that. This lady is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> we we feel like it sometimes. <laughs> nah. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, her doctor thinks so too. So. Dementia. Dementia. <laughs> then we all have dementia then. We're, we're all thinking the same thing. I'm just going to come on and, and talk about Jamie for a second. Jamie is a, a really good friend of mine that lives down in Louisiana. And um, she is absolutely amazing. Um, she would be another interesting person for you to talk with. With Jamie, she's a yeah, Jamie. Yeah, she's she's absolutely absolutely amazing. I love talking to her and listening to her, um, you know, stuff and yeah, do all. She she's also a medium and uh, oh, you're welcome, Jamie. Um, and she's you know, she light light work. She's a light worker. Huh? Is she the one that you were talking about getting help? Possibly, yeah, for Randolph. Yeah, I haven't really talked to her a whole lot yet about it, but she was going to look at some of my video and I was going to talk to her about some of it and get her thoughts on it. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm back. <laughs> for now. Why don't you tell people how they can get a hold of you if they're uh, in your area, maybe want to do some research, or I don't know if you guys take on members or not, but if somebody wants to reach out to you guys, how would they do that? Um, well, we're definitely on Facebook, both of them are, and I, you know, it's Ghost Hunter Society of Fort Wayne, and then have that on Google. Yeah, we have yeah. Google, we have TikTok, we have um, Facebook. 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 Mm -hmm. Oh, TikTok. TikTokers TikTok. over here. TikTok. Yeah. yeah. If you guys have any advice uh, for anyone who wants to start off, maybe doing some researching in paranormal? Never go alone. Yes. No. Always do your research. <laughs> Always yes, do your research. And it is not anything like you see on TV. No. no. It's yes, it's not at all. Okay. Always not protect all. yourself. Yes, Steph. And just know right. that you will sit for hours without anything. Exactly. When you, when you listen to your recordings afterwards, you might catch something that you didn't catch 
sitting hours in a boring situation. Yeah. Yep, Just remember, be respectful. It's okay to have fun, but there's also times to be serious and respectful. So Exactly. And that's my they, number one rule. Always yes. be respectful anywhere you walk into. Because it's their house. I mean, you know, right. you're invading in their space and they're, you know, and you just need to show them the utmost respect. Right. And yeah. And if they don't, don't want to talk, don't you just talk need to respect them. that and go on. Right. Treat them the way you would treat your own family member or friends. Exactly. Good yeah. advice. Yep. So I don't know if it, if they did or not. I said I've been in and out. I'm sorry. But has anybody talked about ParaUnity coming up October no, 20, not yet. 22nd? No, not yet. Awesome. All right. I was just curious on that. Yep. So go, talk yeah. about it. Talk about it. Since you brought it up, go ahead. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, this year is going to be held in Peru, Indiana again at the Miami County Fairgrounds. It is our fourth, fourth or fifth. Oh, I'm terrible. Anyhow, it's uh, called ParaUnity. We just want to get all the investigators that we can together, share stories, uh, best, basically networking. So we have a huge group to rely on if there's something we don't understand. Maybe there's another team out there that's seen it before or is experienced with it. And it's our way of being able to help multiple people, you know, maybe – a team summer will have a situation they don't know how to handle somebody else can we just want to get together and show that there's no competition in this there's plenty of room for everybody but everybody welcome again it's october 22nd Miami county fairgrounds very yeah, cool event. we're all after the same thing you know we're all exactly. the same and we all need to like respect each other because especially if there's something you know that's you know, maybe demonic or maybe something that we need to help somebody out. And we should be able to go to different teams. Every team has their own different experience and different yes. talents and different, you know, Message. we should all be working together. We really should be, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I see so much of the BS sometimes. And yes. I think a lot of times um, it's not so much that people don't know how to take criticism, but people don't know how to give it. They give it the wrong way. And, uh, yes, it can. You know, yeah, there's oh, a way to do it. There's a way not to do it. And I think sometimes people come off. Uh, yeah, a little bit of both. You know, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I think, uh, I think if you're going to be in this field or any field for that matter, you got to have thick skin, but you also have to, uh, you know, treat people right. You know. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. No, there's and no reason. No, I learned something new. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah I, I think, you know, you catch more flies with honey, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes, most definitely. So, but, uh, well, cool, guys, man. Thanks, thanks a lot for joining the show. Jeff, did you want to add something? I'm sorry. Uh, no, not really. I said I'm sorry I've been in and out and working and stuff, so I don't feel like I was able to uh, contribute a whole lot. But <laughs> It's nice that you were here, though. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Well, you were here in spirit. <laughs> Cool. Well, cool guys. You guys have anything else you want to add or want to say? Any words of wisdom? Um. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, <laughs> just remember, you know. Yes, you may think it's paranormal. Do not jump to the conclusion that it's paranormal immediately. There are so many different reasons and excuses out there in this world, and some of those we don't even know what they are yet. But weigh all the evidence, look at everything, and then with yeah. exactly, and then if you cannot figure it out, maybe it's paranormal. Yeah. Definitely not like the shows. Right. Oh, yeah, there, definitely not the shows. You're there was one time we saw a light blinking. We're like, why is that light blinking? And here it was a light from the outside just kind of blinking in and out, shiny mm -hmm. inside. It made it look like a strobe effect on the inside. But what was crazy about that whole thing, I was like, oh, I'm not going, there's no way it could have been from inside because there's no electricity because all these lights should be dead. And luckily I had my uh, recorder on because when I went back and listened to that, you heard a lady's voice come on and go, dead. 
like real soft and you can hear right? that oh my gosh this these chills went through me like oh my gosh or or when you hear a thank you and you're like who said thank you and now everybody says nobody and you go back and you hear it on the recorder and nobody else even heard it except for one person that was pretty wild yeah so definitely it is real yes it is you know we have a personal debunker that we bring along with us some places <laughs> and that's yeah. absolutely yes, there's nothing wrong with that yeah, no. it's, it's always good to have exactly. a skeptic, a debunker, somebody in the group to be able to do that. Can help you see another view on things. To yeah. be a good group, you need you need somebody that can. Well, now maybe what if to open your mind and make everybody think. It's good yeah. to have different views in there. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Well, cool, man. So. Cool, dudes. All right, guys. Well. Thanks a lot for joining the show and everyone in the chat. Thanks a lot, man. I really appreciate you guys always commenting and having good questions. So sure. thank you guys for that. And thank you for having Amy, us. Steph, Angel. Yes, Jeff, thank you. Denise. Thank you for the invite. And ladies, yeah. I'm looking very forward to investigating with you guys again. As soon as all this stuff gets straightened out, we're going to be doing it. Same cool, here. Guys. Yes. You guys have a good night. And uh, you. you guys keep in touch. And you guys want to share anything in my group? Feel free to do it. All right. Thank you. All right. Thank All right, you. Sure. Have a good night. Thanks. Thank you.